0: good morning everyone how are you i'm walking and recording this podcast so we might be a little out of whack um or maybe i'll just be smart enough and i'll schedule this after but basically we're back in the uk it's the 11th of may when we were away <laughs> we were meant to be just doing the podcast um I think we did up to Mooloolaba the last one we did was just before we left Mooloolaba and then we went to the Gold Coast and basically we didn't do one after that so we couldn't really do one in Byron because we were staying with friends and it's a little bit weird I think to do a podcast and also in the evenings we were out for dinner or we were having dinner at the house with them So, yeah, it was, Byron was like the relaxed time. So I won't tell you about any of that, because the mister obviously agreed to record the podcast with me. So he's over tonight. So we're going to sort that out tonight. But instead of it was meant to be a podcast in each place. But obviously that didn't happen. So... We might, I don't know, I'll see how we go with this one. Sorry if it's noisy, like I said, I'm walking, but it's like 6.42 in the morning. You think there will be less cars? Uh, yeah, so I'll see how we go tonight when we start to record it, because we were on the Gold Coast for four days, but I don't think he's going to sit there and record two podcasts for me. And the longer we wait to do it, then the harder it'll be to remember the vlogs have been coming out um while we've been away i think the last one come out on i think it's the 19th of may so i've tried to do those instead of just doing like two a week because i vlogged every day i've tried to do like i've almost daily daily like five days a week vlogging while we've been away like having it upload five days a week uh so yeah so now i are not as far ahead as far ahead as i thought i would be when i got back but still it's okay i did one uh i did one the day after we got back because we ended up going into town so yeah we got back i'll tell you about the when we got back bit and then i'll schedule this but after everything else So basically, in case I forget to mention this, we got back to Sydney, we flew to Sydney on the 4th, and then uh, we got to the hotel, we checked in, they'd upgraded us, we got executive lounge, which was super nice, Uh, we went up to the executive lounge, we came back down, went to the souvenir shop, showered dressed. And back up to the executive lounge for like the evening drinks and things and then the next day we don't really like have a sleep in but I think I was probably up at 8 uh, and then we went had breakfast we where did we go I'm trying to see oh my god I can't remember the last day we had breakfast oh we went to the movies because I really wanted to go to the movies while we were there and I think a part of what happened may have been the popcorn because it was super salty. It wasn't just buttery, but it was super salty. Um, <clears throat> so we went saw Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, uh, which was really good. Everyone has mixed opinions about that. But anyway, and then we went, uh, let me think. We went to Coles, which is a supermarket, and got the food foodstuffs that we wanted to bring back. We came back, I packed it up. I was all about the packing in Sydney because I just wanted to be like organized. I know we weren't flying out until the evening on Saturday, but yeah, I just <laughs> I just wanted to be organized and have the opportunity if we could fit more in to be able to do that. So yeah, we went back and packed that and then we went back out. And the first time we were there, we were going to go to Chinatown because Mr. loves Chinese but it's not my favorite i'm not gonna lie Chinese does use MSG in it in some places and i have never been able to pick the right place in a Chinatown every time i've been to a Chinatown even if you, if i pick we picked a place that had a lot of people we weren't like thinking oh my god this is so good the Chinese that we go to in Dorking that he's been going to there for ages is way better. So we went and had Chinese. I just had chicken fried rice. He had some noodle dim sum thing, pork barbecue pork thing, which was not really my thing because it was sweet and yeah. But anyway, I tried a little bit of his. But basically, I ate like a plate of chicken fried rice. <laughs> And then after that, we went to Darling Harbour because I completely forgot about it the first time. Don't ask me why, but anyway, and it was basically behind the hotel, which, you know, anyway, I didn't, I don't know why it didn't cross my mind. I think I was thinking more of like the major sites for him to see, but yeah, this was like a little bit, we went and we went around to the Maritime Museum. Um, we walked around the harbour, uh, Came back to the hotel, got ready, went back up to the lounge. But by then, I started to get the stomach cramp that I get when I eat things that don't agree with me. And I don't know if it was the egg. It used to just be something to do with eggs. But it doesn't seem to be that these days. But the whole trip, we've been eating, like, I'm not going to say we've been eating... Super healthy, but we've been pretty good. We've been walking like probably, I would say an average of 8,000 steps a day, probably more. Some days we do like 16,000, other days it might be like 7,000, um, depending on where we were. But yeah, we were walking, we would go to the gym sometimes, we were drinking loads of water, and I hadn't had this stomach problem. The entire time, I was, I wasn't eating eggs. Um, I was, yeah. So anyway, I got the stomach cramp and I was like, Oh my God, really on the last day. And <laughs> it was honestly just the worst. I had the hot water bottle. So we went back to the hotel, went to the executive lounge because it was kind of there, but nothing like hectic yet. I sat with a hot water bottle, went to sleep had the Rennie, um, which is like those, what do you call it, they're like indigestion tablets, had the Rennie, woke up the next morning, still there all day it's like when it gets bad I can barely walk around as soon as I stand up straight it just drains all my energy to stand up straight because it basically cramps the muscles in my back and whatever organ it is i'm convinced it's my pancreas (laughs) i have no idea but anyway. so i was dealing with that the next day but i was determined to get a porto (laughs) i was determined to have a good last day so yeah we got a late checkout until uh one o'clock so we had breakfast we came back up to the room chilled a bit um i think we went out in the morning oh we went out in the morning to look for milo but they didn't have the milo in bags only in tins which was a bit yeah it would have been a bit hectic to bring a massive tin of milo back so uh yeah we didn't end up getting that came back grabbed the bags left them with the concierge and then we literally had them we found out that the flight was delayed until 10. so And I had the stomach cramp. So I was like, this is great. So we went and got lunch at a porto. Went down to Circular Quay, which is where um, the Opera House and Sydney Harbour Bridges. We went and sat on the grass, ate our lunch. I was fine when I was sat down. It wasn't bothering me at all. It was just when I stood up. So we sat there for ages. And then we went, as the sun moved, we moved over to a bench by the water. I was just literally sat there watching the boats go in and out and just relaxing. And I think, God, I don't even know what time it was. It was probably like 3.30 because we were thinking we would get the train to the airport about 5.30. Even though the flight was delayed, we still need to be there three hours before and the check-in would still open at the same time. So we went back and I asked her if we could, sit in the executive lounge because our flight had been delayed just for like an hour or so so she let us do that which was nice we got like the end of afternoon tea I was just drinking loads of water trying to make myself feel better we took the luggage we left well I think we got to the train at 5 30 we went down the platform was closed so then where we went was like would have been a shorter trip But we walked up the road, platform was closed. So we had to get on a train, go to Central. So we basically went back past our hotel. But when it stopped at Circular Quay, it was there for ages. So it took us almost half an hour to go like two stops. Anyway, we got there in the end, sometime just after six. Um, And then (sighs) checked in. Walked around the airport for a bit Stomach was slowly starting to feel a bit better um, We sat, found the gate I was watching people <laughs> Queuing up and if you guys know on an international flight You don't really queue up because there's such big planes. They do it in zones and you have your seat And it's all usually very organized but <laughs> I think because the flight was delayed, for one, I watched the crew come in and I counted 24 altogether. It was like 20 airline crew and four pilots for our plane, which was a lot. It was the first flight, which was 14 hours, almost 15 hours. So it's a massive plane, the big Airbus, double-decker Airbus. So there are people upstairs people downstairs they had to have it so the crew could rest the pilots could rest all of this so yeah a lot of crew on that flight and then yeah so we ended up i don't know why people people were queuing up but i was watching them just going what is going on and more people were just joining the queue they weren't wondering why people were queuing they were just joining the queue and i went over to the bin to drop something And this was probably like eight o'clock and someone said, Oh, the flight's been delayed until 10 past 10. The flight was delayed until 10 past 10. I find, I found that out probably at about nine or 10 o'clock that morning. So I was just there, just being bewildered by humanity. And how could you not know? the flight was delayed like why are you queuing up everybody just sit down and it just got so hectic for the staff they were calling out the zone one staff member started he came out and he was trying to sort everyone out And honestly i would have just said to everyone at gate whatever we were 61 everyone sit down you'll be notified when boarding begins it will begin by zone. Everybody, sit down. I would have just—I would have had no patience for that at all. But they decided to come out and try to sort the people out into the zones. Oh, anyways, it was very—it was entertaining to watch, but kind of stressful because I was there going, "What is going on?" the whole time. They kept pulling zone one. No one was coming. I. I was like richard if there is no one hit zone one let's go sit there because we will get a whole road to ourselves no one was coming then they were trying zone two then it was uh it was just a mess and then at the end i was watching them because it was actually getting closer to the boarding time and the boarding time was meant to be nine o'clock so (laughs) i was watching them and then when i actually got to the boarding time they just called all gates and it was just like People giving boarding passes from everywhere, people just getting on from everywhere. It wasn't efficient boarding at all. Because the reason they board by zone, especially for those massive planes, is so that you're not waiting for someone in zone one to put their, or let me see, you're not waiting for someone in zone three to put their luggage when you're in zone one. And it's just like a smoother thing. And it's the people in that specific zone that are getting in, putting their luggage, whatever. Anyway, so we got on the plane. And when I was watching the crew, they literally looked like they didn't want to be there. And I thought, that's fantastic. <laughs> they look like they don't want to be there. That's great. Um, they weren't, I mean, okay. I wasn't particularly excited to fly with Qatar in the first place. I'm an Emirates person. When I go to Australia, that's my thing. I always have a good flight on Emirates. I know on the way there, there was a couple of staff with like a little bit of attitude. I get that it's a lot harder now post COVID. I get that people can be a-holes and make your life a living hell. But if you're the number one airline and that's being advertised everywhere, then you really just have to put the effort in. It's the same working with Hilton. Everybody knows you they expect a certain level of standard of service and if you don't get it then it makes it even more kind of disappointing I guess so yeah so on the way back we had a couple of really nice staff I'm not gonna lie they were were all grumpy we had a couple of really nice staff the food was fine I was still with a stomach ache I just literally I can't sleep on planes but I slept, I think, I looked at the clock, it was like 11 hours to go. Next time I looked at the clock, it was five hours to go. I slept that whole time. I just couldn't. I was so exhausted. And I think it was a little bit of the stomach thing and a little bit of us just continually going the whole trip. It just all caught up with me. I could not keep my eyes open. We got to Johar we had, I think like two hours or two and a half hours instead of the four hour layover, which was good. But their security situation, when you come out to transfer, was looking a little bit judgy because it wasn't organized again. They weren't communicating with people about where to line up or anything like that. Everywhere we went, every time we got on a plane, either myself or the mister, got selected for random security testing. Um, I think I got, I can't remember, I think I got selected that time. Anyway, <laughs> um, we finally made it through. Could not for the life of us figure out which one our flight was, where our gate was. I was looking at the time. I saw London at the time, but then it was showing all different airlines because it's a was it called a One Alliance? So it was flicking through all the different airlines rather than just keeping it as a Qatar. <sighs> anyway, we finally asked someone, figured it out, went and sat down for a while. Because as oh, we went and got a water, because I had a headache from hell that was starting to happen. I think because when I was sleeping, my head was kind of moving around. You have the headrest so that you can your head doesn't do that but yeah anyway so I had a massive headache I needed water took some pills I did a whole bunch of stretches while I was there um and then we got on the flight which was a shorter one six and a half hours I think um we ate again (laughs) all you do is eat on flights if you're awake you'll eat all the time because they bring out snacks and stuff as well but yeah, we, hate. I basically fell asleep again. That whole thing, I just couldn't, I could barely keep my eyes open. I've been watching Legacies. I felt like, how do I explain it? It's like my head felt heavy when I had the headphones on. It just felt like I had to have them like half off. And by the time we landed, I felt super motion sick which usually only happens to me on a domestic flight and happened when we were landing in Sydney, I think, because there was turbulence coming down. There was wind, so the plane was kind of like not as steady and it was making me feel super ill. But I never had it on like a commercial flight, if that makes sense. So yeah, by the time we landed, I just felt motion sick and absolutely exhausted. So we got an Uber from the airport rather than the tube and the bus and all of that. Richard stayed at my place. We unpacked all my stuff, two loads of washing, shower, wash your hair, brush your teeth, started to feel better. We ordered Pizza Express because they had a deal for dinner. Um, we cleaned the kitchen a little bit. When I came in, the apartment was tidy. It was just the main things, like the stove and the sink. Like, we knew we were going to be a mess because she just doesn't pay attention to those things. Um, but, yeah, my housemate wasn't there. She was away on a flight. So, yeah, he stayed there Sunday night, woke up Monday morning. Um, I had a pretty decent sleep Sunday night, but worked up Monday morning early, and then... I said look, it's our last day of holidays. Let's go for breakfast. Let's, you know, not just go to your place and whatever. So we went out to Cote for breakfast. We went to TK Max to have a look at the luggage. I found one that I liked it was Ted Baker. It wasn't that expensive, but the problem with the luggage in TK Maxx is that it's a bit stuffed because people put it on the floor, open it up wheel it around (laughs) so yeah so anyways um, we walked around because we're so used to I'll do a different podcast about this but we're literally so used to being out and doing things and the comparison between lifestyle there and lifestyle here is like day and night so we walked around town a bit started to rain got the bus back home I ended up going to his place, so we stopped off at my friend Christina's just for a quick visit to give her um, a couple of little things I got for her daughter, Um, and then we went to Little, got him some groceries, I had Caesar salad, we got pork medallions, trying to eat healthy, that'll be in the next podcast, and then we went, yeah, then we just basically stayed home nice chill night both of us knew we had work the next day so we went um, I went to bed about 8 30 I've been going to bed about 8 8 30 usually dead asleep by 9 which is why I'm getting up so early I'm not complaining though the days are long here it the sun comes up about quarter to six goes down just before nine so yeah it's not so bad To be awake so early and you get to come out without a thousand people around. Uh, But yeah, so the next day he dropped me home. I had 10 a.m. starts. And then, yeah, he went to work. I went to work. I'll uh, do a separate podcast about the first week back and how it's been. But yeah, that was basically the situation of coming back. I've only ever had one other flight that was worse for me, Um, and that was due to cramps because of that time of the month and whatever, so at least I didn't have to deal with that, but honestly, this trip, not the holiday, not the holiday part of being away from work, because I didn't, I wasn't stressed at work, I wasn't feeling like, oh, I need a break kind of thing, I was just wanting to go home and i was so happy to be home and the whole thing seeing my friends seeing my family being places where i grown up like knowing my way around the beaches the food i was just loving the food i was making sure yeah we were walking a lot we were going to the gym where we could or where it suited We had a gym in most places we went, but it (laughs) didn't really work out every morning um, as I had planned. But yeah, I was kind of making sure that I was super active because then that way we could eat basically whatever we wanted. I was still thinking about it. I was still trying to be uh, healthy about it. There was a lot of times where we had... Two different things to share it, so we could try each thing. If that makes sense. So we weren't overeating in the hotels. We had good breakfasts. Um, there was fresh juices. There was like when you have things like chicken parmigiana, which we love, which is like breaded chicken schnitzel with like a tomato-based sauce on top, and then ham and melted cheese. It doesn't just come with chips. It comes with salad um if you have a burger it comes with salad um yeah there's like we were drinking water a lot because i'm a lot better at that when it's warmer to remember to drink it i have been trying so hard since i got back to remember to drink water i've been failing but i'm going to get better today's the first day that i got up and going out and walked It's taken me a little while but we're slowly getting there usually it takes me like four or five days to really get back into it but this time because we were so active over there I'm finding it really difficult to just sit at home like we would go out from nine till four during the day and we would just be out so to be inside all day is a lot so I was trying to sign up for the gym, payment wasn't working for some reason, so I've messaged them, so just to check, make sure it hasn't gone through before I do it again, you know sometimes that happens, I don't want to end up with like multiple direct debits out of my account, so yeah, so I'm signing up for the gym, I'm trying to stay active, I'm trying to bring some of that lifestyle back, it's not horrible being back. It's not inspiring at all. Um, Going back to work after a big trip like that is definitely way better when it's remote than having to deal with people face to face. Um, But yeah, it's not. As soon as I got off the plane, I just thought, okay, (laughs) yep, here we are. I've been here 11 years now. And I do love it. I love so many things about it. I love that the Mr and I have a decent life here. But there are struggles here. Um, I can't really compare it to the holiday because on the holiday we had a credit card that we could just use. We I was thinking about money but I wasn't stressing myself about it. We were being sensible. It wasn't too much. So yeah but anyways let's save that for another podcast i am walking by the river it's super quiet there's only a couple of people sorry about the traffic noise <laughs> before thank you guys for listening so much i will record the podcast from the mixer tonight for the end of the trip and schedule these in order and then i will Probably record the other podcast today while they're on my brain. I also need to blog today as well. Okay. Things to do, but anyways, I will speak to you guys next time. Thank you again for listening. I appreciate it. Bye, guys.